The Aldis Podcast is brought to you by Aldis International, supplying your expert AI and digital transformation staffing needs across the US and Europe. Today, you are listening to our ServiceNow series, where we interview the best and brightest of the industry to share their story, advice, and views on the exciting world of ServiceNow and digital transformation. Hello, welcome to the Aldis Podcast. You are listening to a part of our ServiceNow series, and I'm so, so excited to have on the show Rick Mims. Rick is ServiceNow Solution Director at SDI Presence. Rick, tell us a little bit about your journey into the world of ServiceNow, because you have a particularly interesting start in one of the NFLs. Yeah, I guess um, my career spans a couple of different transitions. So my life started as a cameraman, videographer, if you will, professionally covering sports and documentaries and that sort of thing. And eventually through life circumstances and economies and all of that sort of thing, finally got into IT and very successful. Started from started as a help desk agent for Apple, actually. And from there, life progressed on. And I think my first foray into ServiceNow actually occurred when I was service delivery manager at BP Oil and Gas. Through that transition, we were utilizing BMC's Remedy, and the senior management made the decision to go to ServiceNow. I was selected as one of the transition managers for the project, and this actually occurred probably around the Geneva Helsinki versions back in 2015, 2016. So that's my first touch into ServiceNow. Tell us a little bit about your role at SDI Presence. Sure, at SDI Presence, I'm responsible for the professional services team. I look at our solutions that the customers are actually asking for. We make recommendations quite often for a customer. Sometimes they know what they want. Sometimes they don't know what they want and they need an integrator that can actually help them formulate solutions. And that's what I'm good at. I actually help the customer to formulate the solutions that they're looking for, help them articulate those things and primarily look at those things from a ServiceNow perspective, the ecosystem perspective, and being able to look at those processes and really bring about the value that client is particularly looking for. Why is strategic implementation so difficult across big projects? Strategic implementations are difficult for that very word, strategic. Most environments don't understand their own strategies or what their own outcomes are supposed to be. Based on that, again, that's where we, from a consultative perspective, we actually help a client to work to understand their own service culture. We help them to understand their own needs as it relates to business alignment. Now, let's understand one thing. Business is now driving IT in 2021, 22, and so forth. In the old days, we used to always say align IT with that of the business, but let's be honest, business is actually driving IT right now. And in that, we have to deliver value back to the business. And within that, we have to work to maintain not only business value, cost, 
keeping the lights on. We like to call it run and maintain and those types of things. But we also have to be innovative. And in being innovative, we have to look for those areas where we can help the business remain competitive, maintain its competitive stance in its own marketplace. And that's what we need to understand about IT. IT is not IT for IT's own sake. Again, it's here to drive business. Challenges to implementation. 80% of incidents to a service that are caused by property vetted changes not being approved. Richard, how do you see this and how with such a stat, it kind of seems impossible to think about such a big impact to a business. What happens within most businesses is that their infrastructure change management processes. Now, I want to be clear here. A lot of entities get these terms confused. There's a difference between organizational change management and infrastructure change management. We're talking about infrastructure change management. Most projects are actually brought about there. Everyone's using Scrum Agile right now and everybody's having fun with their sprints and high-fiving team members as they make changes. And there's a particular client that I worked with that their DevOps and their actual releases actually happen on Monday mornings live as business opens. And they would find that what they implemented didn't work or it caused the business all kinds of undue angst. Interestingly enough, changes that are not properly tested and quite honestly, not properly evaluated for value actually causes probably around 80% of incidents to a company's service desk. It's unfortunate that we feel that we don't have to properly plan and design changes, or we don't have the vehicle or the methodology to properly vet changes, okay? And what happens for the network team may be really bad for a field services team or, and what I'm getting at here is quite often, we don't have all of the parties necessary to evaluate the impact of change, thereby someone's left out, thereby the change is ineffective and it causes problems. So now the service desk has an outage or major incident that it has to manage and this is ongoing. So this has been something we've been seeing for a lot of years. And unfortunately, I don't care what tool set you have, don't care if it's Remedy, ServiceNow, Footprints, I don't care which one it is. This is really more about culture. This type of thing occurs aside from tool sets. And we have to first really get in with a client to take a look and, well, assess what they currently have, the way they do things, and really help them from an advisory perspective to really work and understand their own processes. So from a process perspective, we look at all of the elements that make up a process and we begin to attack from a consultative perspective how that begins to work from there. How can a company not fall into this trap and remember that IT is to empower the business? They are there to empower the business again We have to be sure that we take a look at several things as IT management. Do the services we actually provide keep the company in its competitive stance? 
do the services we provide actually bring about soft or hard dollar value and also service value? So there are several things that I'd like to look at. So again, I look like to take a look at the elements of the process by which we serve customers. I also like to take a look at those elemental items within an organization and how we address those. And those for me are, how do we work to maintain the tempo of business for a company? And what are those times within a company where let's say at the end of the month, we have to process a lot of data. We have to process invoices. There's a lot of financial recycling going on and this sort of thing. So there's a lot of, and I'd like to call that patterns of business activity. So what are those pa patterns of business activities that needs to be addressed? And based on that, we are sure that we don't interfere with systems that are critical to the business at those times when those things have to occur. You are listening to the Aldis Podcast. When you're looking to scale your team or if you are interested in showcasing your company in a future episode, reach out today. Or if you're in the market for a new role, visit our website to view open positions, www.aldis.com. Richard, tell us about some of the case studies and success you've had with some of your customers. One of the things, I'll keep this at a high level. I don't want to give away our secret sauce, <laughs> so to speak. But through what we do for our customers and the way we do it, uh, one of the comments that I actually received from a client was the fact that, Rick, thank you so much for what you've done for us. It's really nice that we don't have to walk down the hall to get a document signed anymore. You've removed all of the mistakes we normally make. A lot of this is now automated and we're actually able to process more customers because of the integration and automation that you actually put in place. That is our approach to what we do day to day. So I'm saying this again at a very high level because I don't want to give away our competitive edge. However, but those are the outcomes that we've been able to satisfy from a case study perspective for our customers. I love those outcomes because they're end user. Everyone has been that person that's had to walk the halls to get something done. So yeah. I love the way you kind of you kind of share that example. Where do you see the future of service now going? Oh my goodness, that's a great question. The future of service now is just unlimited as I see it because what we started with again, I myself having started around 2014, 2015 with service now everything was focused on IT and we're still focused in a lot of ways on IT service management solutions and that sort of thing. But where ServiceNow is going is way past IT and we're starting to leverage those business solutions, if you will, where we're able to help HR. We're able to bring about solutions for finance. We're able to do fleet management Service now is now into healthcare, manufacturing, all sorts of the possibilities are limitless right now. And we're able to work within the ServiceNow ecosystem because at the end of the day, all of those verticals that I mentioned are about workflows. It's about 
bringing to bear services for clients. If you're in healthcare, you've got to take care of patients. If you're in manufacturing, you have specific outcomes or outputs that you have to achieve. Okay. If you're in a company that builds widgets, you got so many widgets you want to do at a cost of. You want to, within a company, you want to be able to maintain, again, your competitive stance. You want to be able to, as a university, better engage your student body and provide a great experience for students. So I bring this up as ServiceNow really has a great unlimited set of solutions that going forward from 2022 and forward, we'll be able to continue growing. We see right now where once we get started with a client, they come back and ask for more. So it's been a really great experience to this point. Rick, one of the questions from a previous guest, which company would you like to see ServiceNow acquire next? Wow, that's a loaded question. ServiceNow has been, and I don't know that I can answer that just yet because I'm not intimately knowledgeable of that area, but I would say if they would continue to acquire companies that bring about and support those solutions that I mentioned previously, especially those business solutions. I know, for example, they've acquired a company that I'm aware of for financial solutions. There's another company that actually provides government 311 solutions, for example, on and on. If they maintain that approach, it's going to make the platform really powerful. Oh, absolutely. I definitely agree with you. Rick, which question would you like to ask our next guest? I'd like to ask that next guest, how do they deliver value through the ServiceNow platform? What are those elemental things that they do to deliver value for the clients? That's a fantastic question. Really, really, really good. In today's podcast, I've had the absolute pleasure of speaking to Rick Mims. Rick Mims is the ServiceNow Solution Director at SDI Presence. We've talked a little bit about his journey to now from NFL cameraman making the route back into ServiceNow from different types of roles before then. We also got to see some of the case studies and work that he helps with customers and how it's really important for IT to empower the business and not the other way around. We talked a little bit about the importance of vetting and getting it right and process and maturity about how this can impact the business and how getting really close to stakeholders is very important. Rick told us a little bit about what he'd like to see and acquisitions going forward for ServiceNow and he posed a fantastic question about some of the value that the ServiceNow platform has given for our next guest and how they've actually looked to really wow their customers. Rick Mims, thank you very much for your time today. Thank you. Thanks for the invitation. And if you guys ever need anything, please don't hesitate to contact me. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Oldest Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any Android podcast of choice. You can also head over to our website, www.aldis.com to listen to more podcasts, view our open roles, and stay up to date with industry news. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more great episodes coming very soon.